Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, a heartbreaker here in Dallas as the Mavericks fall to its 102-99, and what happened to the Mavs shooting in the fourth quarter. So, as we get into this game, Mavs fans... This was definitely a tough pill to swallow for the Mavericks tonight. After losing in a horrible way to New Orleans on Friday, playing with a depleted roster and falling to Memphis on Saturday, to have a couple of days off to prepare yourself for a battle with the New Jersey Nets, the Mavericks had a lead in this one but could not Hold on to it, and that makes this one a real tough pill to swallow. The Mavericks did everything great through three quarters of this game. Played great defense. Were hitting shot after shot to keep the lead and look really good in this game. But unfortunately, when it mattered the most, the Mavericks just could not get a shot to fall in the fourth quarter. I mean, nothing from wide-open players from Dorian Finney-Smith to Reggie Bullock to Kristaps Porzingis to Luka Doncic, you name it, every wide-open player in the fourth quarter could not hit a shot. And it's not like they were contested shots. It's not like New Jersey was playing lockdown defense by any stretch of the imagination in this fourth quarter. The Mavericks just could not make a shot. And they had so many open looks and it just was not happening. So this one is definitely harder to take for the Mavs because they did so well through three quarters. Luka though just really turned off the gas in the in the fourth quarter and wasn't looking to score as much and it showed in the final score as Luca though still in this game finished with 28 points six rebounds and nine assists going nine of 21 from the floor but only three of 11 from the three-point line in this game he only had one turnover so that's something you'll definitely take when he did play 37 minutes coming back from injury um this is something that's really tough for the Mavericks. When Luka has games like this and he almost goes for 30 points and what should be a lot more than um, nine assists in this game, it's, it's really hard to, to really grasp what's going on with the rest of the team when Luka is playing like this and is finding them with wide open looks. I believe it was in the third quarter when Luka made one of the most beautiful cross-court passes I've ever seen in basketball with one hand just chunk across the court. And how he's seen that player in the corner it was is anyone's guess because Luka just made an absolutely incredible pass on that play. But of course, it was not followed by a make of the basket. It was missed. And it was just another three-pointer to fail to the wayside for the Mavericks in this game. From our starters, we got pretty good production in this one, though, but we didn't get enough help from our players off the bench, and we definitely didn't get enough help from our shooters on this team right now. Um, it's 
really hard to put your finger on what is happening with Reggie Bullock since coming to the Dallas Mavericks. He was a 43% three-point shooter last season with New York with a high volume of three-point shots. And he just was always a knockdown shooter, especially off screens. He just was a quick trigger three-point maker. But since he's arrived here in Dallas, it has not been pretty. As over the last four games, he is shooting 8% from the three-point line. That's pretty tough to do over a four-game span to shoot 9%, basically, from three-point range is extremely disappointing for a guy that we expected to be a pretty good 3 and D guy for us. Bullock in this game played 28 minutes, only scored 6 points, and had 2 rebounds, going 0 of 6 from the three-point line and 3 of 10 from the field overall. This is what I mean. He's a guy who we expected, and all the numbers show he is a great three-point shooter. I don't know if it's because of the ball change that uh, the NBA has implemented this year, um, which we know the NBA now does not use a Spalding ball. They use a Wilson ball, which is a bit um, rougher of a ball and, and not as soft as the Spalding ball was. And maybe that has something to do with the shooting uh, levels being so low for the Mavericks. But then again... You should say that for a lot more teams in the league if that was the case. Now, don't get me wrong. I have looked into this, and three-point shooting is definitely down across the league, but not to the extent that we're seeing from this Maverick three-point shooter so far this season. And it's something that we need to change because when you're having a performance from Dorian Finney-Smith in which he plays 38 minutes, gives you 15 points, six rebounds and two assists, going four of nine from the three-point line and five of ten from the field overall, along with three steals, you cannot let a game like that get away from you because the Mavericks do not get this kind of performance from their other guys very often. So when it happens, these are games that we have to win. But everyone's shooting just disappeared in the fourth quarter. And that also goes for Kristaps Porzingis, who in this game himself had 17 points, 12 rebounds and 5 assists in his 31 minutes, but only going 1 of 5 from the 3-point line, along with 1 steal and 1 block. Again, Porzingis brings a lot to us, but in the 4th quarter when it mattered, he couldn't hit a shot either, which ultimately led to the Mavericks falling in this one. Now, Dwight Powell was our starter tonight. He played 23 minutes at the center position. He had 10 points and 6 rebounds. I'm 100% fine with that production from Dwight Powell if that is what he's going to give you on a nightly basis. But what you got to have is clutch shot making in the fourth quarter. Luka has been so clutch for us through many games at, at the end of fourth quarters. But in this one, he just wasn't looking to be aggressive enough. And at the end of the game, when the Mavericks did have to hit a three-pointer to tie the game to possibly take it to overtime... Luca got doubled, so he had to move the ball over to Tim Hardaway Jr., and he just missed a wide-open shot. And that was the theme of this game. Everyone missing wide-open shots in the fourth quarter. And through three quarters, all their shots were falling. Everything was looking good. The ball movement was happening. The defense was being played. But when you're playing against a team like Brooklyn... You cannot have empty possessions late in games, especially when they have players like James Harden and Kevin Durant that can absolutely go off in any given moment. 
in a game. And especially in the fourth quarter when they know the game is close. And they proceeded to make a run. They proceeded to hit their shots when the Mavericks just were having all the struggles in the world. For just from any range. From three-point as well as two-point range. Now, the three-point shot is something that I know everyone's concerned with when it comes to the Mavericks. Because obviously, they're not shooting great from the three-point line in this game. They only went 9 of 46. 20%. From the three-point line. That is something that is going to kill this team. If they're going to continue to shoot that many three-pointers. We doubled up basically um, the, the amount of three-point shots that Brooklyn took in this game. And Brooklyn shot 31% in, in their 8 of 26 from the three-point line. But for the Mavericks to only shoot a meager 20%. You're not going to win a lot of games by just relentlessly chunking up three-point shots. And getting zero results back from those shots you gotta be better with it there's no really excuse at this point you have to hit your open shots you have to take these beautiful passes that Luca gives you on a nightly basis and make it count you have to hit these open shots I can't tell you how many times as I was in the arena tonight watching this game where the fans were on their feet ready to explode in the fourth quarter and every shot was missed and the energy would just drain from the from the arena. The Mavericks as a team needed one of those shots to fall so you could feel that energy from the crowd, feed off of it, and continue to hit shots to win this game down the stretch. But it never happened. None of the shots fell and the Mavericks just continued to miss shot after shot in the fourth quarter. And it, it really is just disappointing and, and just kind of shocking what is happening with this Maverick team right now. So, as we get into the bench squad, you got to start it off with the guy who had the chance to tie the game for the Mavericks but came up short, and that's Tim Hardaway Jr. In this game tonight, Tim played 28 minutes, only gave you 11 points, 3 rebounds, and 1 assist, going 5 of 14 from the field and 0 of 7 from the 3-point line along with one steal in this game. And this is the problem with Tim Hardaway Jr. I like Tim Hardaway Jr. Don't get me wrong. I know he helps this Maverick team, but these are the inconsistencies that he has done for a couple of seasons with the Mavericks now. He can go off and explode for huge games like he did the other night when Luka was out and had to produce. He gave you a good amount of points scored in that game, but now the very next game, he comes out and goes 0 of 7 from the three-point line. His shooting is very streaky. And his streaky shooting does not go in uh, like normal streaky shooters go. Where it's in the, pro in the flow of the game where they're having uh, a hot spell when they're just hitting every shot and then they go cold. His streakiness goes over multiple games where he has one really good game and then he has a few six to ten point games go on and then he has another really good game and this is the problem with Tim Hardaway Jr. You gotta have more consistent scoring from him as your sixth man off the bench as we're trying to make him be right now because it wasn't much different when he was in the starting lineup so we need his scoring ability coming in off the bench but he's got to be consistent with it. When you look at who the best six men are are in the league you're looking at guys who come in and immediately make an impact for their team night in and night out and don't just depend on the three-point shot to make an impact right now that's what tim is doing 
his points all pretty much came from in the paint and from some dunks in this game. And if he would have continued to do that, maybe things would have played out better for him and the Mavericks in this game. But he didn't. He continued to shoot three-point shots and just did not make a single one tonight. And that's that's tough. That's tough when your main scoring option coming off the bench does not hit a single three and has a chance to tie the game to send it into overtime and really does miss another wide open three, especially after him addressing the media a few days ago and saying that they have been playing tight and that they needed to loosen some things up and be a little bit more of themselves. For him to come out and shoot a shot like that just shows you still are playing a little tight because this should be easy in your home arena with your crowd going nuts with you having a wide open look you have to hit those shots if you're really expecting your team to be able to make any sort of run to the playoffs or to the finals or, or just in the western conference as a whole you have to have tim hardaway jr hitting those kind of shots now other than tim hardaway jr we know who the other guy off the bench is and that is jalen brunson who in tonight's game Played 24 minutes, gave you 10 points, one rebound, and three assists, going four of eight from the field and one of three from the three-point line. So he's not too far off from what he normally gives to you. Now, he could have probably hit another basket here and there, but it's definitely not on Jalen Brunson why the Mavericks team uh, were not able to pull out this win. He only played 24 minutes, and he did give you some pretty good production while he was out there. Also, distributing the ball very well, finding open guys. But again, guys are just not making shots right now. When And you can really look to the other guys who came off the bench for the Mavericks in this game. When you look at Maxi Kleba playing 14 minutes, giving you zero points and only one rebound, and going 0 of 2 from the three-point line, that's not going to help you when you're looking at your bench. And the same thing with a guy who I am quite fond of this season and... I expect to really make an impact for us as this season goes on is Frank Natilakina. He had been playing fairly well for the Mavericks prior to his injury and was making three-point shots at a pretty high clip. But in this game, he went 0-3 from the three-point line as well. And, and it's just something that you can't have from your bench team when you're playing against the number one team in the Eastern Conference, the Brooklyn uh, Nets. You, you have to play well against these guys. You have to hit your shots. It, it's just something that you can't have happened against a good team, especially in the fourth quarter. Now, something that was a little interesting in this game was Josh Green managed to get some um, early minutes in this game. Uh, he didn't play a whole lot of minutes, but he did get some early minutes in this game, which was kind of interesting to me, where he played seven minutes, gave you two points, going one of one from the field along with one steal. I really did not expect him to get much time in this game, if not play at all. So the fact that he did against a better team like Brooklyn um, was kind of interesting to me. I'm not sure why Carlisle made that move and what prompted him to do so and go away from Sterling Brown, who is a guy who has started to kind of come around for the Mavericks so far this season because his shot's been off as well. But he's been hitting a few the last few games. So to see him not get a chance to play in this game was, you know, something to kind of note and, and look at when this game was going on because he is a guy who also plays fairly good defense and can rebound decently well in Sterling Brown for him not to get a single minute in this game is just something I just kind of uh, made a note about now how big of a difference that actually makes in, in the grand scheme of this game probably not a lot 
but he is a guy who probably could have hit a three-point shot when we were just hemorrhaging points and not uh, getting any stops on the defensive side. Maybe he was someone who could have helped just a little bit. But again, we can't say that Sterling Brown would have made the difference in this game because it was just every Maverick in this fourth quarter who just went completely cold. I, I was just completely shocked and as just just like every other fan was in the arena just with our hands up and and ready to get excited for our team during these three-point shots that we were getting wide open looks at in the fourth quarter and to see none of them go in was completely heartbreaking and it's got to be gut-wrenching for this Maverick team now this is a real gut punch when you talk about uh, moments in the season when you can look back on and say this game or or this game made a difference this is one that the Mavericks can look at and probably come back to and say, this is where we came together as a team, or this is where we fell apart as a team. Because it really could go either way after a crushing loss like this and now having a three-game losing streak. It, it's not where the Mavericks want to be. It's not where they expected themselves to be. And I know for many players on this team expect a lot more from themselves than what we're getting right now. So it's still really early in the season. So I'm not going to get too disappointed because in the Western Conference right now, it doesn't take a whole lot to, to get right back in it. We're only a couple games out from still being a top five team in this league. We just have to figure out what is going on with our shooters right now because we really did have a chance to win this game again. To have Brooklyn down by 17 points in the third quarter and not be able to hold them at bay is just something that's going to sting for a little while. And hopefully the Mavericks can get over uh, fairly quickly as they don't have a whole lot of time to prepare <laughs> or be sad about this game because their next game is coming up. Uh, tomorrow against the Memphis team that just beat us on Saturday. So there's there's no time to uh, be sad about this game. They have to lick their wounds and get ready for the next one and hopefully pull out a win against a Memphis team who's now ahead of us in the standing. So uh, disappointing loss, definitely one we wish we could have had, definitely one we should have had, and uh, hopefully it's uh, a point in the season where the guys come together and say, hey, we're better than what we're showing, and let's prove it to ourselves and make a run now. Because Luca did say in a quote uh, that, well, in a quote from KP, Lucas that Luca told him is they're expecting to make a pretty good run here around Christmas time and after, and that would definitely be a great gift for the Maverick fans right now who are a little down watching the way we played the last few games. So. Let's rally behind our teams, Mavs fans. This is definitely a tough little run that we've been on. Let, let's stay behind our guys here, and hopefully we can pull it together and pull out a win tomorrow against Memphis. Or if you're listening to this on Wednesday, today against these Memphis Grizzlies and, and right the ship, so to speak, and get things going back in the right direction. So a disappointing loss, Mavs fans. One um, that we're going to remember for a little while, or at least until uh, tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's just move on from this and try to try to get back into the winning side. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you're listening next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.